why this next story is so frustrating. It's a story of someone who, they're, they're a builder, and they spent three years building a cabin in the interior of the province. But what they wanted to do when they built this cabin was to make sure that it was as fire resilient as possible. We all need to think about that kind of stuff, right, these days. And so they did that, spent a lot of time doing it, making sure it was fire resilient, and then it burned down anyway. So how do you even protect your property these days? We're going to talk about the whole story of what happened here. Murray Frank is with us, the owner and operator of Building It Right. Good morning, Murray. Good morning, Simi. That sounds so frustrating. First off, tell me tell me about this cabin that you built. Um, well, it's actually, uh, I was intended. It's our family cabin. It's a legacy that I was building for my daughter's daughters. Um, we do... Uh, much of the education that's provided for continuing professional development for the builders in the province of British Columbia, as well as a lot of research. We do a lot of work with the codes. And, um, you know, it, this was my opportunity to build a, a, a showcase. And so not only was it built for fire resiliency, because we recognize we're at the base of Cathedral Park uh, in a forest in a beautiful part of British Columbia, but um, we'd also built it for um, true net zero performance, off-grid, environmental accountability. We worked hand-in-hand with First Nations to ensure that uh, archaeological studies had been done and that our land use agreement reflected a, a, a sensitive use of the area. Um, and we opened the doors to the process for uh, building departments, uh, building officials, uh, builders, um, politicians, anybody uh, to come by while we were doing it. And we recorded the process, and it, it's actually our most popular 20-hour education series in the province. 10% of builders in BC have uh, seen that 20-hour series. So it was one of the components, and um, I guess it wasn't enough. No, so yeah, like you did a lot. You went above and beyond. Um, you did all the things that we're told to do, right? Like tell me about some of those components that you put into it, and you even cleared away all the, all the brush fall and everything around the cabin, didn't you? Yeah, I mean, there's there's a, certainly an emerging awareness at a federal and provincial level. Um, I'm quite involved in what's going on in Lytton, and uh, although there's no actual codes on this, there is a you know a, a Fire Smart Canada, and it's called a Wildfire Resilience Best Practice Checklist, and it, it's clear that this is the beginning of of codes for building in contact with nature or in fire risk areas. Uh, and we, we thought, well, you know, there's a fair amount of work being done with this. And many of our colleagues, a lot of the engineering firms that are involved in this, we've had a lot of back and forth. And the suppliers, as we were building this, were extremely open and uh, um, um, interested in what we were doing. And so all the choices that we made were good. It was it's fire resistant roofing material. Uh, and and there, there's the, unless it's a diamond, it's not really fireproof. Right. So building out a diamond is not practical. So we have <laughs> to talk about resilience, what, what you can do. <laughs> and uh, so we used a, a heavier gauge metal roofing. We used a, what's called a click batten system. So it, uh, it actually has no openings anywhere in it. We meticulously flashed all the transitions and we followed uh, all of the provisions for drip edge and fascia right. materials. And, and a lot of people looking at the photos are, you know, and I can see why they say, oh, well, you put wood siding on the thing and burnt. Well, it's not, it's actually hardy cladding products. And these are fiber cement that are purely intended to look like wood. They're gorgeous materials. They're, they're well understood and well used, 
about one of their advantages is, you know, we were out there on the weekend taking or yeah, on the uh-huh. weekend taking a look for the first time, and but uh, it's it's surprising because all the cladding and the roofing is just sort of laying on the ground. Oh it, it, man, it was all resilient. Yeah. So Murray, then you, like all of this is exactly what we're told that we should do. But what does that tell us then about what we know of of you know being fire resilient and the regulations? What does it tell us about those regulations? Uh, I. Well, that they're in they're in development. Uh, uh, you know, there, there's many of the experiences from California that have been incorporated into this. The windows had tempered glass in them. Uh, we went back and forth with our window manufacturer, and and they took the time to evaluate how it sets against these different standards. But it, it's there's also a lot of information we've been gathering during the process and later that suggests the nature of wildfire may actually be changing too. There's, there's books that are written that are just coming out. There's there's a lot of innovation that's happening out there. So maybe we're at the early steps of understanding. And, you know, the, the chances are real, I guess, that the nature of a wildfire is changing. This was an interesting episode because we have cameras on the site and right. they were satellite connected. So we, we actually saw this fire coming. A beautiful blue day, birds flying through the foreground and a little bunny in the corner and 45 minutes later, complete structural loss in the camera systems. Wow. So what would you do uh, differently, Murray? Yeah. Like, are you going to do this again? And, and what would you theoretically do differently? Um, learn from it. I, this was intended to be something that we could learn from and that we could disseminate to the builders through the province, through Canada, through North America. Um, it, our primary focus wasn't fire resiliency. It was just another thing we put in there. We wanted affordability, buildability, teachability, repeatability. Uh, we did it during COVID. We did it during, so this was every bad thing that could have happened, happened during the construction. Now, apparently, immediately <laughs> near the end of it. Um, so this was a test of our metal. And so when we went up, it was just uh, uh, Karen and Lexi and myself, our family, and, and a few close friends. And we went up and, and, and looked at it, you know, is, is this taking it out of us or what do we do? And, and I think the consensus is, uh, uh, you know, we want to, we want to go back in there and do it again. The Valley itself has got some incredibly involved uh, areas that uh, Lexi said, it looks like a Tim Burton landscape, right? Oh, wow. Um, but other parts of it are just uniquely green and, and survived it. And, and so I think <clears throat> the choice to actually rebuild in there makes sense, but we're going to do it as, as a Phoenix project, as a 2.0, and we're going to try and gain even more information from it. And the things that I think we're going to change is we're going to look more seriously at the windows. In what the way? What do you mean? Is, what do you mean? Uh, well, I think there's a lot to be learned there. We, we're having a professional engineering group come in who do fire investigations, forensic fire investigations, and they're coming in from Calgary to have a look. So we're leaving it undisturbed until they do. I'm not an expert in that. Um, you know, my, my expertise is in building science and putting, putting buildings up and repairing existing buildings and modifying them. And uh, so I want somebody to come in there unbiased and let us know where the opportunities are. And by us, I mean the entire industry and governance, you know, federal and provincial level and, and homeowners in the future and, and learn what we can from this. Uh, but my suspicion in looking at it is it burned from the inside out, uh, which meant the flame got in. And we know that there were no gaps greater than uh, three millimeters or an eighth of an inch, which is one of the provisions, uh, because we did a door fan test on there as part of the energy evaluation because it was also net zero. And the total 
effective leakage area on that home by Dorfan test confirmation was less than three square centimeters. So around the entire house, if you used, collected all the little openings, it was less than three square centimeters. And you still think uh, it got in? Uh, we do, but the, it's certainly not going to, embers aren't going to be effectively able to get in through that. Um, so it had to break through one of our consider, and the weak point is the windows. Oh. Uh, so maybe maybe that's it. And this is certainly not a reflection at all on the quality of windows that we put in there. They're amazing windows, and, and they have the best thinking in there. But windows are rated in minutes for fire resiliency. And, uh, you know, the, there's, there's other factors here. You know, it was very clear that there was nobody on the ground, and I'm not a professional firefighter. Uh, uh, I don't know that I would have wanted to win in the face of, of that fire either. Um, but there was nobody there, uh, you know, immediately before or during, obviously. But, um, but Murray, this is so, such a fascinating yeah. process that you're kind of undergoing here that I think really applies to so many British Columbians right now thinking about what we need to do differently. I'd love to have you back and talk more about it as this process continues. But listen, thanks so much for your time today. No, I appreciate it, Sammy, for sure. Really thanks. interesting. Murray Frank is the owner and operator of Building It Right, built a cabin. It's supposed to be a legacy for his family and future generations. They tried to make it as, not tried to, they did make it as wildfire resilient as possible. They followed all the regulations and then some. They, they went above and beyond. And you know what? It's still burned down. And now they're trying to figure out why and what they can do differently. And honestly, we can all, I think, learn from that process. If you want to weigh in, simi at cknw.com.